Hello everybody. I'm just sitting here on a Friday night uh, drinking a few beers. It's kind of cool. This is probably my favorite time of the year is October. It's kind of green out here and just seem the winds, if they get wispy, they really don't mean no harm. But anyway, I was, uh, well, anyway, hopefully everybody had a good work week and hopefully your weekend is good. I'm probably gonna, you know, I don't really know how to do podcasts and I don't know who's gonna listen to me, but yeah, we were just kind of, well, I'm kind of just chilling and I was gonna talk about my grandma. My grandma passed away this week. Uh, uh, she passed away at twelve twenty. Was the twi- the time, and she was pretty cool, man. She, I have a lot of memories of her. I don't know if I can get into all of them, but she was a tough. She was pretty tough, man. Not only like physically and mentally. A lot of memories, man. She had this cool little backyard. She was always happy to see us visit her. She like as soon as you open the door, you would knock, and she would be like, "Oh, you know, you know, come in, come in." And she would have this smile. She would like laugh. She had this like really laugh, and there would be a picture of. Jesus with like the old Catholic stuff. My grandma was old school Catholic. And the picture of uh, Jesus Christ there with the thorns and stuff. But she was pretty reliable. She she loved us all the time. And it didn't really matter what we did or anything like that. I just have all these cool memories of my grandma. She would cook these kick-ass meals and like with no ingredients hardly and just her own stuff like that. She would make the best grilled cheese and refried beans and stuff like that. And I I think she probably reached to what she wanted to get to, which was her her God, her heaven. She prayed every day, man. She prayed every day. And I think that's what got her through life. She made it to 101 years old. And she fought at the end. And I think, I don't know. I think she was happy. She was a happy woman. I think sometimes also she... When we were kids growing up, she just what wanted us, and she would tell us these things about her religion and how you can go the wrong way, and she was just worried about us. And I think maybe she was planning ahead. Like I hope my whole family is gonna be here with me together. And she would, you know, every time we're in trouble, she would like pray for us and she always thought like the the satanico was in there with us and you know and she just really had a 
loving heart. And she just wanted to like make a big old circle of a hug and just make sure we're all okay. But she was she was tough. She <laughs> she used to like I worked in the fields with her and this one's this is funny, um they would use the sardones, they call them, you know, the you know, like a hoe, like a garden hoe. And uh, she knew how to file them off and stuff like that. And she knew how to make a sharp with files. And then when I started working with her, my dad was like, here, I'll make you one. Because he worked at his implement place. Or not implement, but they made the the stuff for, you know, the the gardening. Or not the gardening, but the making the rows and stuff like that. The, you know, the the field rose and it was it was like self-sharpening and and i i told him i said uh oh. he was like oh you're gonna work in the sardones or whatever and i guess that's the fields and uh i was like yeah all right and he goes this one's gonna work because it's self-sharpening and so i had he my dad made me one but he made the damn thing so heavy and then he goes, well, tell grandma that it doesn't have to be sharpened. I was like, okay. And so we're like, you know, you just go down some rows. I don't know if any of you have ever worked in the fields. And it's a trippy process. It's you. It's really not a process. It's just old school. You walk through these rows of cotton. And what you do with the, with the backhoe or the hoe, you just... You're clearing out weeds away from the cotton plants. That way the whatever that tractor that comes in through is it, just it's not getting cogged up or anything. And it it was pretty hardcore, man. And I regret nothing of it. It was to this on this day I would say that was pretty hardcore work. But back then, I didn't know it was hardcore because I would just see them do it. And it's probably one of the best things I ever did in my life because I would see her and I would see her friends out there working and stuff like that. And I was like, why are they they're kicking my ass? And so I learned how to do it. I went out there with them. It was actually a pretty special time because we worked from... Like when the sun was dark, they would pick us up and you had to have your lunch ready. And then you would work from when about the sun was about to show you some light. And then you would work until there was almost no light. And you would do it through the whole summer. And my grandma was a trooper back then. And it was pretty cool because I remember going through the rows because there's like there was rows of cotton plants and stuff. And my grandma would just be praying and praying. She would pray all the time. And that's how she lived her life. And she was very strong. And then she would make these she would make these badass tortillas like they were homemade with the refried beans. And the cheese in the middle or whatever. And she was like, then mijo. 
toma. And I don't know, for some reason, I just was always, like, I, to this day, that's probably why I still love refried beans and just a straight-up homemade tortilla made out of flour. To me, that is still my favorite. And that's what she always had. She always made these badass little, like, even when we were way, way, way younger, when everybody was still hanging out at her house in Tulia, Texas, she would make these grilled cheese sandwiches, and they were fucking delicious, man. And, yeah, and I, I feel pretty bad, man. I feel really bad that I didn't get to see her. I didn't get to go back to Texas, and I didn't talk to her very much. I remember the last time I talked to her, I, I was like, here, Grandma, let's take, a, let's take a video selfie. And that video selfie was pretty cool. And <laughs> she was uh, she was pretty unique, man. A lot of people loved her. And I think that she might be, well, I'm not saying she might be, she did get to where she wanted to be and hopefully she can well she will forgive us but i just feel really bad that i didn't get to see her and pray next to her she just she just really wanted all of us to be safe from the ugliness of life and she was always really friendly. I remember we'd go to see her, and I'd knock on her door, and, and I just remember how she would laugh, and she would just get all like, oh, she would just be really happy to see some company and in her little house and stuff like that. And, you know, she would sit down and talk, and she had a lot of stories, and stuff like that and I remember a lot of times I'm like I heard this story when I was like 11 or 12 I don't know how many times I heard them but you would just sit down there on the couch her couch her house had a certain smell you know it was like this old house but she just wanted to talk to somebody and that was what made her happy when she saw somebody and she loved to give blessings and stuff like that. I do remember the last time I saw her, she was living in some kind of house over there or little apartment. I don't know what they were. And uh, she was like, I asked her to take a video of me and I was like, and I was like, Grandma, I need a you know, give me a blessing and stuff like that. And she did. She, my grandma was always happy to give a blessing to somebody if they were leaving. My grandma had a pretty big heart. She was very dedicated. And she was tough as nails, man. She, she believed everything that she could do or get through in life that God was getting her through it but she prayed every day she believed it and she had a 
pretty cool way of about praying. She would sing and stuff like that. It was really beautiful. Then I seen like stuff today. Like I saw pictures of where her house used to be. Her house was really cool, man. She had like this little backyard and it was kind of weird, man. You go into the backyard and it was kind of like when I looked at it, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe like 12, more than 12 years ago, we went to see it and the house was still there. And I was like, man, when I was a kid, the, the backyard looked a lot bigger. And I think that probably was just because my grandma was there. But when she wasn't there anymore, it just seemed like the the house, it seems like the house shrunk. It seems like the energy of the whole place just shrunk down. And I was like, man, I remember this yard being bigger because we used to mess around all the time back there. And she would let us play outside and she was just happy to have us. You know, and I just remember, I remember a lot of things about my grandma. I remember her favorite thing was going to church, man. And I think she just wanted all of us to go to church and be as hardcore as her. But, you know, we're not all that strong. We're not all that dedicated. And she was alone. But she wasn't. Because she had her dedicated person that she dedicated herself to. It got her through life, made made it to 101. I'm pretty sure I won't make it to 101. But anyway, uh, yeah, man, I, she was. And I remember, I remember one time. Well, it was a lot of times she would she would still wash the clothes. On the washboard, she would go hardcore, hardcore, washing socks and stuff like that. And and I was like, oh, okay. And but I I just remember my grandma. You know, and she was she never gave up on anything. I remember she was like a legend for like walking to the store and and picking up groceries and. They call it a mandao where you pick up a little bit of something. And she she would be walking home with grocery bags, you know, and she knew her limit. And she would just walk home and then take them home. And she loved, I, man, one thing I loved, I remember when I was really, really young, I loved going to the grocery store with my grandma. Cause she was straightforward. She'd get this and this and this, and then we just go. You know, she's like, "Oh, this is what we need," and and it was really fun. I'm like, the first time I ever stole something too. By the way, there was a store called Joe Bob's. It wasn't called Joe Bob's by back then, and this is where I really took a. I didn't get a spanking, but I took a. I took a spiritual shellacking. We went to this one store and I wanted map colors because we're like, kind of poor and all I ever had was like I wanted to draw all the time. And we went to the store 
and she was buying the groceries and stuff, and I went through the aisle where they had like a uh, fucking uh, school supplies and stuff. I was like, oh, there's some map colors, man. I was, like, I was like, those look cool. And I was like, they look good. I want to start drawing in color. And I stole them. I, I picked them up because back then there was no cameras or anything. So I took them and we got home and she was like, where did you get those from? She was like, you know, in Spanish, she goes, where'd you get those from? And I said, I got them from the store. And she goes, I didn't pay for those. And she made me take them back. And I was embarrassed. And that's when I decided I would never steal again. She said, you should never steal nothing. She goes, anything that you want in life, you should earn. And she made me take them back. And she made me go to the manager and say, I stole these. So I promised my grandma that I would never steal again. They were not even really good pencils anyway. So to this day, even though sometimes I feel like stealing stuff, I never will. Because my grandma said, you should never steal anything. And she said, if God wants you to have it, God will put it to you or you will work for it. But she said it in Spanish. That was, I remember the package and everything. I remember the like disappointment in her face. And she was like, when she did extra prayers and stuff like that. My grandma was, you know, people talk about warriors and stuff like that. And you fight physically but real warriors stick to their beliefs they they stay on the path and they stay on it till the end and my grandma stayed on it till the end she was happy to the end and she was uh she earned her right to be where she is and she pretty much saved my life. And that's why I feel pretty bad. Because when I was trying to get to Oregon, I was trying hard to get over here. But I was on probation. And I couldn't stay out of trouble. Even if I wanted to stay out of trouble, trouble was always looking for me. And back then, you couldn't run from trouble. You had to face it. And I asked, I didn't want to, but we asked her if she could pay my probation off because I couldn't get transferred over here. But my probation officer said, I'll give you a deal if you can pay off the rest of the money, we can do it. And my grandma did it without, I still remember. I still remember that day. I still remember that that day, man, when they dropped, when she was there and she was like, eh, it was, she looked so beautiful. And she did it without hesitation. And, and she paid off all the fines and the probation fees and everything. And 
I was able to come to Oregon to start a new life and everything. And I owe that to my grandma because who knows what would have happened to me down there. I don't know if I could have held on that long. I could have held on, but I don't know how long they could have. So my abuelita, a lot of us owe her a lot. A lot of people looked up to her. And she never even asked to be looked up to. She just, she was just all about her spirituality and stuff like that. And she would smile and she would smile. And she just cared about everybody and all that. And I think she just wants everybody to meet her in heaven. I think she did a good job. She kicked ass. So I'm just sitting out here thinking about her and... uh I feel, you know, just kind of bad that I didn't get to go down there. But she's doing her thing. And hopefully she's proud of me. We will see her again once. Well, all right. I'm going to talk to y'all later. Be good, everyone. Hope you have a good weekend. And remember, 101, 101 years. 101 years doing what you want with nothing else. And she never complained. She might have got a little feisty here and there. But who doesn't get feisty? She stuck to her guns, you know, and I hope you all have a good weekend. And just remember that it is possible to get through life without a bunch of, you know, shittiness. My grandma did it in the purest way. She loved her family. She loved all her sons, everybody. And she was a straight up warrior. And she did a good job. I just wish I could have hugged her or said bye to her. But 